If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We start with the continuing rollout of the new federal dental program. Now, we're getting new details now from the Justin Trudeau government. This is a $13 billion program. Some people think it will it cost more than that. Means-tested program here. Who is covered under this plan? Who is eligible? We'll talk about all that. i got Dr. Heather Carr standing by, President, Canadian Dental Association. Let's have a listen to Justin Trudeau here. Here's the Prime Minister. The Canadian Dental Care Plan will provide dental coverage for uninsured Canadians with family incomes under $90,000 a year. And if you or your family makes under $70,000 a year, costs will be fully covered. The plan will begin to roll out by the end of 2023 and once fully implemented will help up to 9 million Canadians afford to see a dentist. All right, the plan starting to roll out now. Let's discuss it with my guest, Dr. Heather Carr, president of the Canadian Dental Association. And I'm very pleased to welcome her. Dr. Carr, thank you for coming on. We got her okay? I'm happy to be oh, on. I was just about to say good afternoon. <laughs> and I'm uh, actually in public, so it's good morning to you. Good morning to us here on the West Coast. I, pr- I certainly appreciate your time here today. Yes. What, do you, what do you think of this program here? What does the Canadian Dental Association think about this program? You support it? Well, the Canadian Dental Association has been advocating for care for these populations for well more years than I've probably been uh, around. You know, we have populations like 35% to a third of Canadians, including persons with disabilities, seniors over 65, and low income who just don't have access to care. So anything that's going to get these individuals dental treatment is a positive. Okay. And I've just noticed that the rollout here, the first el- one of the first eligible cohorts, you have to be 87 87 years old. My goodness. I mean, that's even, that's well above the life expectancy average in Canada. So, you know, what do you think of that? I mean, boy, a lot of people by age 87 even have any teeth left. Well, you would be surprised. Actually, a colleague of mine um, said that 80 is the new 60. And uh, truthfully, (laughs) I've been a practicing dentist for 35 years. I have a significant number of, uh, patients who are in their 80s and even early 90s who still have most or all their teeth. I do yeah. honestly believe that the 87 and plus age group was is more of an organizational. In other words, you know, by the time you get to, um, I believe it's April, every senior over 65 will have had the opportunity to, to enroll. And then by May, it'll include persons with disabilities and children up to 18 and low income. So I suspect it's just so the government has a, you know, gradual um, rollout of their plan. That's, yeah. I, I'm not government. That would be why I think that they're doing it this way. Yeah, they're fa- they're phasing it in, and the other age cohorts will come on stream later. Speaking to Dr. Heather Carr, Canadian Dental Association, talking about the new federal dental plan. Will so we start with the take a look at the eligibility now, and we also what about the um, are you allowed to keep your own dentist? Like, you, do you get to choose your own dentist, or does the, would the government choose the dentist for you? 
No. I, well, it from our indications from the announcement I was at the other day in Ottawa, that's been a big concern. And yes, yeah. you should be able to keep your own dentist. However, uh, there's a lot of details that are still being discussed between the provincial and territorial dental associations and the government. So there are some things that need to be smoothed out before we get dentists enrolled and underway. Yeah. What are some of the major unanswered questions here that are top of mind for you right now? Well, you just, you stated one, you know, we want yeah. people to be able to go to their existing offices and to be able to choose their own dentist. We want to make sure that the, you know, the care has got to be patient centered, you know, it's got to be um, prevention based. We want, we don't want to be treating problems. We want to see prevention included. And, you know, one big concern, and I know the provincial and territorial associations have been talking about is the administrative burden. You know, like I'm, I'm sure out in the West, it's the same as in uh, Nova Scotia. There's shortages of experienced and skilled staff. And if we have a plan that comes in with a lot of red tape and it takes a lot of time and it's not simple to administer, that means the patients are going to have a hard time getting care. Something, well, let's say something simple, say you live a long distance away or you have a disability and it's hard for you to get there. Then if mm. we can't treat you the day you're in and have to wait for approval, then that's not a great uh, system. And you just want to make sure that the full cost of treatment is covered whenever possible. Yeah, another concern that I've heard about for your thoughts is that the eligibility requirements include that it, this is aimed at people who do not already have dental coverage through their employer. So a lot of people are covered for dental under the, under their work benefits. Is there any concern or fear that employers could start scaling back their ven ben dental benefits for their workers or even cancel them? now that the government's kind of moving in here to take over. So maybe employers will say, well, we don't have to offer this to our employees anymore. That has been a concern of the Canadian Dental Association and our provincial and territorial counterparts from day one. Yeah. You know, it, we, we have 65% of Canadians, two-thirds, who get really great dental care. And the reason they get really great dental care is in many parts, it's because they have employer-sponsored plans or they're able to self-fund. So if this happens, that we'll start with employers. If the employers decide, you know, it's tough times, they may think, well, that's a line item I can drop. So you get a couple of concerns. Will, will the patient have as good a plan as they had under that, you know, employee plan? The other concern is if you go from, I think I, we have estimates that the government's trying to reach almost 9 million Canadians. And some calculations that we've done is if employers start dropping their plans, then you could end up with almost 17 million Canadians on this plan. So is that going to be sustainable? And it's going mm -hmm. to cost the government a lot more than they have budgeted. Well, yeah, I mean, I, that's one of the things I was wondering about, too, is $13 billion estimated price tag here. I don't know. I mean, that to me sounds like a bit of a lowball estimate. Could it be more than that, do you think? Well, it, it depends on how this, you know, displacement risk is handled, because you also have the concern that, uh, say, some provincial governments have some great plans, others don't, and you don't want to have um, the governments uh, provincially give up their plans, once again, more money for the government to have to cover. And, you know, mm -hmm. honestly, I will say that this is a monumental investment. I'll give credit where it's due. They, When they first came out, they said $5 billion, and the Dental Association knew immediately that that was not going to be enough funding. However, when, you know, they got up to $13 billion, they can do some good work with that, but they've got to do it right.
Speaking of Dr. Heather Carr, Canadian Dental Association, do you have any concerns that, given the political climate in the country right now, you've got Pierre Polyev and the Conservatives here leading the polls, and I don't know, it looks like he could become the next Prime Minister. I've listened carefully to his his uh, comments on this program, and I mean, you try to pin him down on whether a Conservative government would keep this program going. It's like trying to pin Jello to the wall. He's ducking and dodging all over the place. Are, are you are you concerned that a future government could scrap this whole thing? It is a possibility, and and I'm you know I can't predict the future. What I would hope is that if with the discussions with the dental associations go well over the next couple months, and we get this plan underway, and it's really helping the Canadians who need care, that it would be very difficult for a future government to stop the plan. However. Since I'm a dentist and a not a not a politician, I yeah. I can only hope that common sense would prevail. Thank you very much for coming on today with your thoughts on this. I appreciate it. I was really happy to be here. Anytime you have any questions, we'll do our best to help you out.